Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm here with Katie Smith, founder of Coming to New York City, and my wife. <laughs> yes. Hi. Katie, we are answering questions today from Instagram uh, that have come into you. And so, yeah, let's talk, answer some questions. Yeah, it's just question and answer time. So I posted on my Instagram story, and if you follow me there, you probably saw that I said we're recording podcasts today. What questions do you have? And guys, you came up with some good ones, a lot of them too. So for the next couple of episodes, probably the next three episodes, we're going to be answering your questions. All right. Um, yeah. So Here we're going to we go. jump in. We really haven't, we haven't talked about these questions. Nope, we're just, I haven't even seen them. <laughs> we're just reading them straight off of Instagram. Yep. So we're going to tell you our honest thoughts. Um, so the first one, should I say who it comes from? If you want to. Yeah, let's do it. Um, TRJ272, mm-hmm. hacks for living in NYC. Hacks. Hacks for living in NYC. There are so. none. <laughs> a, with, be, uh, what, and I'll, but I'll be honest. I think that people are always looking for like the deal, and when mm-hmm. you get the deal, you, it's it's not worth it. That's <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, uh, it's a scam. It's a scam. I think there are some mm-hmm. lessons to learn. I think there's some things of like, don't get ripped off. Don't you know like when somebody convinces you that they're Uber when you get off the airplane and it's yeah. not really Uber, you know, don't do those things. It's not a hack. That's just to be smart. Well, I think what you're basically saying is do as much research as you can yes. from a lot of different places. Like that is your hack is not just coming in here blindly yeah, that's a good call. is listening to this podcast is like your number one hack. And then honestly find other people that do this too, or have Instagram accounts and that kind of stuff and not, um, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer in any way, but you know who I'm talking about. Like, there's some that are influencers that are just there to, to sell you stuff and, you know, have a pretty life. And that is fantastic. And I think, you know, I never want to hate on anybody for what they do. And I follow some influencers that um, their life looks pretty darn perfect. And that's fantastic to get some good inspiration from. But then also follow some of the smaller Instagram accounts where they really are just showing you their day to day and being honest about what things cost and um, where they live and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just like Nils said, I wish there was a hack. Like, I wish I would be like, oh, this is like the best thing that we can tell you to do. Um, But it really is just research. Following as many people as you can, getting diverse information because we can tell you what it's like to have a family of four on the Upper East Side, um, but somebody else can tell you what it's like to have a family of five in Harlem or, you know, no kids in Queens. So just really paying attention to all that research that you can do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. All right. Um, More favorite places to eat, which is, I'll be honest, a little bit difficult during the pandemic because what we used to do is so different. Um, really, it's eating outside a lot. Yes. Um, but some of our favorite places, um, we like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what the name of the restaurant group is, but it's everything with pickle. So Jacob's yep. Pickle, um, Mason Pickle. Um, they also have like a tiki bar kind of place on the Upper West Side. Those are all really good. Yes. Um, where else have we eaten recently? So, one of the places I like here on the Upper East Side is right next to my office, OM. It's yeah. an, an Indian restaurant that used to be on 2nd Avenue. Now it's over on York. Uh, great Indian food. Yeah. It's really good Indian food. Yeah. There's also um, an Italian place, uh, two Italian places on the Upper East Side. One is Cafe Bon Gusto, 
um, that I like a lot. They have really good, really good food. Um, there's also another place. Oh, actually there's two other places. So, um, Aunt Jake's has an Upper East Side location and they have a, um, uh, little Italy. I don't know why I couldn't think of that for a second. They have a Little Italy location that are both really good. Yep. Um, there's also another place, and of course my phone's not working when I'm trying to look this up. Um, <laughs> Italian place over here, not too far from us. It is called, what is it called? Um, I don't know how to say it exactly. Finestra, Finestra, F-I-N-E-S-T-R-A. Mm. -E it's an Italian place. Um, where else do we like to eat? Over here on the Upper East Side, what's it? Salvos. Salvos Pizza. Good pizza. Yeah. Good pizza. Yeah. We, um, st we stay. We stay up in this neighborhood. We'll, we'll branch out a little bit. Yeah, we like. Um, Italy. Italy. We like going to Shake Shack and Madison Square Shake Park. Shack That's anywhere. a great place. Yeah. Um, Madison Square Park has like all the outdoor seating for that. Um, yeah. In in Queens, whenever I'd go up to. Elmhurst area, uh, there's a place called Patacon, P-A-T-A-C-O-N, um, right off, right off Queens Boulevard and like King Street. Um, and it, it's like a Venezuelan, just little place. There's several restaurants right in there that are excellent. Uh, there's an Indian Chinese combo restaurant over there, uh, that was really unique, um, and good. And uh, and there's a Thai place, Tommy Thai, right there on that same street as well. So those are some of my favorite Queens restaurants that I always like to go to. So, yeah. Hope yeah. that helps. Yeah. yeah. I would say Yelp has never steered me wrong. True. Uh, I think a lot of people use Yelp here, add reviews on Yelp. Um, I like the Yelp community and what they add and, and just help, helping you find good thing. So, so follow Yelp, uh, if you're here. Yeah. One thing I really want to do is go up to, um, the Bronx. Like there's a little Italy section, like Arthur Ashe Avenue. That's like the real little Italy, like with the real places is what they say. So I want to go up there soon. So follow on Instagram and maybe we'll, we'll hit up Arthur Ashe soon. Yeah. Boy, there's some places I'm seeing now in Yelp that I hadn't seen before. I'm eager to try. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We'll keep you updated. Yep. All right. So here's the next question. I'd love to move from the UK to New York City for a couple of years to work. Any tips? To work? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great place. Lots of jobs here. Uh, so I think the question is, is how do you find a job mm -hmm. in New York City? Uh, my recommendation would be LinkedIn to go and connect with people. Just search New York City CEO and find a CEO or search companies uh, in New York City. I, it seems that every major company has some kind of hub in New York City. Amazon's putting a lot of employees here. Facebook just built built out a brand new office over by Penn Station, mm -hmm. uh, sending a lot of uh, employees here. Um, Vimeo um, is a company that I've done quite a bit with here in the tech you know, space. But, but there's, there's limitless jobs. If you want to get into finance, if you want to get into entertainment, uh, there's a lot of opportunities. It's, but uh, but it, same, simultaneously, it's very competitive. And so don't think, a lot of people think move here and then I'll find a job. I would say find a job and then move here uh, because it can be challenging, it can be competitive um, and you just never know when that right job is going to come and you don't want to get 
stuck in a bind and it's so expensive and it's hard to get a job if you don't have a, a set income um, that that you can communicate to a landlord. And I mean, so, it's hard to get an apartment. An apartment, yeah, so yeah. a job. Uh, yeah. yeah, so an apartment. Yeah, that's that's my advice. Yeah, and I, um, I would say if you have a career path, this is a good place to come. It's not necessarily the best if you're wanting to wait tables and stuff in between trying to figure out what you want to do because people can't wait tables like they used to. Um, Those jobs are very few and far between and nobody's hiring for those positions right now or, you know, Broadway and that kind of stuff. So even retail, those kind of odd jobs aren't necessarily here. Um, Now maybe being a nanny. um, I know that some people are looking for nannies. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a hard one because a lot of people have moved out. So some nannies are looking for jobs, but there's always more babies being born and more families. Um, So there's, there's a book uh, called 40 days to the work you love that I've bought and given to a ton of people. Um, It was transformative for me a decade ago. It's been refreshed since then. Um, I'm, I'm a believer though, that the best jobs you create, uh, you don't apply for. Uh, and that doesn't mean you're creating a business. It means you really think through who who you are, who what you want to do, and then you go find that job. You find the company that can either create that job or has that job, and you proactively go get it. Um, trying to put your resume in a bunch of places uh, can often be so challenging. And so relationships are how most jobs are found. And you can form those relationships on LinkedIn. Uh, but But 40 Days to the Work You Love will help you frame what it is you might be looking for and gives you a good direction. That's kind of career yeah. advice, no, that's uh, good. but it's, um, it's helped a ton of friends who uh, have asked me about coming here and looking um, for a job. And, and I think too, if you just watch the wall street journal and what business trends are happening uh, in the city and, and sometimes it's just catching a lot of momentum. There's, there's a lot of businesses that are, thriving here in the city, especially in the technology space. Salesforce is actually a company that's um, exploding here in the city right now. And so lots of opportunity. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Um, The last one that we'll do on this episode is buying versus renting apartments in New York City. Yeah, Um, I know we've talked a little bit about that, but with COVID and everything, things have changed a little bit. So what we may have talked about a year and a half ago on our podcast, a lot of it is still very relevant, but some of it has changed because our world has changed. Um, But one thing that does stand, I don't think that we will ever buy an apartment in New York City. Yeah. I would have said said 1% a year ago. Okay. I would say 10% now. Oh. I mean, I would say I'm closer to, and a lot of that has to do with there are apartments that I think we could live in that are less than a million dollars. Right now. Right now. Yeah. And a year ago, there were no apartments that I would be interested in living in that were less than a million dollars in New York. So assuming it's going to go back up, I'm going to say probably not. Uh, But where it sits right now, I think there's some affordable real estate. There's a lot of people buying up properties right now, investors, uh, but I think there's some unique opportunities, but yeah, so I'll let you explain more though. Yeah, I think one thing that people don't take into consideration here in the city are um, the fees, the building fees that go along with owning. Yep. Um, because like when we were in Texas, you bought a house, 
you bought a house. You didn't have, you may have like an HOA fee of a couple hundred dollars a year or something. Yeah. But here, your building fees when you buy may be the same amount as your mortgage. Yep. So yes, maybe you can afford the four, five, six, seven thousand dollars for your mortgage, but then can you also afford the building maintenance fees yeah. of so a lot of times equal to what your mortgage would be. Yeah. So that's a really hard thing. And then also to get into a lot of these buildings, there's a co-op board that you have to interview with mm -hmm. and they look at everything. I mean, all of your finances, your any kind of records that you have, your accounts. I mean, they go through it with a fine tooth comb because one, they want to protect themselves. Um, you know, they only want people who can actually afford to be in the building in there. Mm -hmm. Um, but some will take it too far. They mm -hmm. may um, be older people who don't have anything better to do yep. <laughs> than to, yep. you know, go through your whole life with a fine tooth comb. And, you know, it could happen that, you know, if somebody is racist or prejudiced, you know, in yeah. any way that that could that could play a factor, unfortunately. And there's not a whole lot of regu regulation on those boards. Yeah. They are kind of their own entity and they do what they want to do. Um, so owning here, there's just a lot more to it than owning in Texas because we owned in Texas and not that it was easy, but once you own your house, you own your house yeah. and you kind of know what your costs are going to be here. There's just so much money that goes into it. And then if anything happens or anything breaks, you have to pay for it. Yes. Um, if well, I heard about there's this one building um, in upper Manhattan that when the hurricane came, they had a lot of damage and it, it washed away all their sidewalks. And then they also had to build a million dollar retaining wall so that wouldn't happen again. Wow. But then who pays for that? Yeah. The people in the apartments pay for that. Yeah. And so um, you know, they have to raise their building fees and yeah. all that to pay for that million dollar retaining wall and all Crazy. the stuff that was washed away. So there's just so much that goes into it. And so, I mean, if you can afford it and you find a place that, that fits you, I don't think owning an apartment in New York City is a bad idea because I just don't, I don't see the value. Obviously the value can dip yeah. and, you know, there's an ebb and flow to everything, but I don't think it would ever be negative thing i don't know what yeah. do you think yeah I, I it's it's very complicated i would say <laughs> just don't think you're gonna sell your house and buy an apartment here it's it's very different yeah um but if i'm, I'm always curious our friends that own i'm always like how much money do you make <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm always wanting to know like what do they, what do they do <laughs> that they have four hundred thousand dollars to put down um on on right. an apartment and yeah pay, you've got to pay that cash I mean, it's it's right. like a 25 percent down typically on a on an apartment here for what you're buying mm -hmm. and if you're talking about a million dollar apartment you know um which is on the low end that's a quarter million dollars you're putting down and then you're paying the you know the the mortgage on top of that so it's just it's it's more it's more money than than we have <laughs> that we know. <laughs> yes. Um, if Bitcoin takes off, though, we might be buying, buying an apartment of Bitcoin. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. do it. Um, but for right now, we're renting and it gives us flexibility and we know what our costs are and we don't have any extra costs. Yep. If something breaks, our landlord takes care of it. Um, yeah. And I know that a lot of people are saying, well, you're not putting 
I mean, it's throwing away money every month. Yeah. And I know you can look at it that way. Um, but honestly, when we sold our house in Texas, we lost money on it. So we're kind of, yep. you know, not, I don't know. We didn't have the greatest experience buying and selling a house. So it's not really that exciting and important to us. But yep. then also it's just kind of the cost of living in the city and we're willing to pay that. Yep. So there you go. Buy or rent. It's a last question yeah, for this episode. For this episode. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will be answering more of your questions. Uh, make sure if you're not following Katie on Instagram at coming to NYC. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.